What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to episode 121 of Real Pop Culture. I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet because we got a great show for you, and I want to get right to it. Uh, Mr. Chad Houston came to the studio last Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, and uh, we had a great time hanging out and talking about the Cruise and Amory event coming up July the 27th. couple of announcements real quick. I don't, I don't have my shameless promotion bell in front of me, but we added, uh, we added some shows for the Kill J Band. Uh, we now have every weekend, I think in August, booked. Let's see, uh, of course, July 27th is Cruising Amory, and you'll hear all about that in this episode, this interview. And uh, August the 3rd, we'll be back at the Cowboy Saloon in Jackson, Mississippi. August the 10th, we're at the Rock House Live in Memphis, Tennessee. August 17th, we're back at Egan's Bar in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And just announced we are going to be doing uh, Seeking 7 CD release party August the 24th at Tampico Bay, Columbus, Mississippi. Really looking forward to that. Um, it's always a special event when a band releases a, a new CD, and the CD release party is always a big deal. So we're honored to uh, honored to be a part of that. Thank you for Seeking 7 to think enough of us to put us on that show. It's going to be a blasty blast. Oh, and we also have a couple of shows booked for September, but I don't have that information for those shows right in front of me. I know one of them is with Roses on Red. It's going to be a really cool show, and I'll tell you all about that, I guess, next episode. Or just keep an eye on our Facebook page. You know we announce all the shows there. Uh, let's see, what else? Immediately following this interview, we have a... Uh, a song by the band Colors That End in Purple. Congratulations, by the way, on the coolest band name ever. When you guys get ready to swap, let me know. Colors That End in Purple is uh, Kim Coleman, obviously Kill Pop Culture alumni member. Been on the, he's been on the show several, several times. 1817 Brewery. Uh, we got Brad Blaylock is in that band. He's the mayor of Amory and Mr. Bubba Cheese. We have a... Uh, it's a live recording from their performance at the Royal Festival last year. So stay tuned right after the interview for that. And uh, I think that's about it. And any announcement I unintentionally forgot. All right. We are sitting here live in the studio in person with Mr. Chad Houston himself. Mr. What is your official title for the Cruise and Amory event? The event coordinator? El, El Presidente? El Presidente. I like that. You like that? Okay, let's yeah. go with that. Then. Man, I'm so glad you were able to do this. I've been Absolutely, wanting to get you dude. in here like the last couple of years, and my schedule just wasn't I, – I couldn't line it up to where we did it right before the event. Right. This year it's falling perfect because we're coming up – like today's record this is the 14th, and so that will be the 27th. We'll be cruising right. Amory four. That's I can't it. believe it's already been four years. Yep. And this I know you've um, you've told the origin story a lot of times. Uh, my friend Ray Van Dusen, you did a thing with him. Right. Uh, I love Ray. Yeah, Ray's awesome. Uh, you did a thing with him, and you've told you've told us several times. But for anybody listening that that uh, hasn't heard, give us kind of like the backstory on how all this got started. So listen, it was uh, me and my wife, we were headed down to the coast for our 25th anniversary. And uh, I don't know, we were just taking our time, you know, kind of stopping little antique stores along the way. And we happened upon this uh, Volkswagen bus in Robertsdale, Alabama. And dude, as soon as I saw the thing, man, I'm like, 
we turned around right then because I've been want, I've been wanting one for uh, you know I've been wanting one for years, and uh, this one was I don't know it's right up my alley. So we we pulled back in and uh, checked it out. We ended up buying it and uh, bringing it home. And so that first weekend that we had it back, um, we were uh, me and the family took it out for ice cream one Sunday night, cruising around, you know, and. Because, I mean, listen, that's, you know, that's what I did when I was growing up. We cruised the loop, dude. Absolutely. Friday. That was our social media. Right, right. Friday, that was our cell phone. <laughs> Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. Exist. You know, I mean, we got out. We cruised the loop. If you wanted to know where your friends were back then, you didn't call them up. You just got in your car. You went to And, and went and found them. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, we were cruising around. And, and, dude, I mean, I was, like, dumbfounded that there was nobody in Amory. It was a Sunday night, and there was not a car to be found. And I don't know, I just got to thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, it made me sad. Not, you know, not not just that they don't do it anymore, but I was kind of sad for my kids that they wouldn't be able to to have that kind of socialization experience exactly. that I had. Yeah, and it's almost hard to explain to a kid. Right. I mean, you it's talk a, about they're like, okay, so you you drove in a circle, right? Well, right. Yeah, but there was a lot more to it than that. Like, right. It was, we right. didn't have cell phones. It's like we didn't that have Sunday night, you know. I mean, telling them what what I did on that first Sunday night was, you know, it was meaningless to them because if nobody was in town, you right. know. But anyway, I, I'd, I'd already been thinking about, you know, kind of uh, starting some kind of event that was like a cruising reunion where one night a year we would, you know, we would all come back out and cruise the old loop like we used to. And so anyway, I just made mention of it on, on my personal Facebook page. You know, I, I kind of threw the idea out there and uh, literally the, the rest is history, dude. I mean, the, the, it just kind of, you know, it kind of took off. It was kinda. like a... Yeah. <laughs> Viral is a, an understatement. Right? It was it was almost like it was an event just waiting to happen, dude. Okay. Yeah. You know, all I did was kind of, I kind of planted the seed. And, of course, like I said, the, the idea kind of went, maybe not viral, but viral for, you know, a post that I might would have done. And it just got shared and liked hundreds of times. And so I just decided, you know... Hey, if this many people are into it, then, you know, why not just uh, try it out and see what happens? And so that's what I did. I mean, uh, that first year, dude, it was like I didn't I didn't have any money to pay anybody. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I'm just telling the bands that I got to play, you know, I'm like, listen, I can't pay y'all anything, but I think this will be pretty cool if y'all want to just come out and consider it like band practice or whatever. And, right, right. You know, we had a T-shirt. Uh, Kathy Parker did our first T-shirt. And, of course... You know, dude, if you got a T-shirt, that kind of legitimizes your event anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference between, a, like, you can go from a backyard barbecue to an event real quick if there's T-shirts. Right, with a T-shirt. <laughs> That's exactly right, dude. So, uh, believe it or not, I think the T-shirt was probably a big part of it, too, you know. But, uh, I mean, listen, at the Shirts end of the really day. Shirts are really cool, by the way. Oh, thank you, dude. I was uh, I was kind of proud of this year's design. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, uh you know, I mean, uh, like I said, it's turned into a really, really fun event that, uh and like you said, I, I heard you last week, you mentioned, listen, you can see folks with their grandparents, three generations cruising yep, around in one car, yeah, and you every, just don't every see that car, every day, It's dude. like a whole generation of people. Right, right. Yeah. It's, and, uh, it's really cool, man. It's and, and the social aspect is the way it's bringing people together, 
I mean, you know how it is when you go to like a wedding or a funeral and you see people that you've lost touch with, you're still friends with them, but right. life has kind of gotten in the way and you're like, man, let's don't wait till something like this happens for us to see each other. Right. To me, cruising Amory is a way for me to see like my high school friends and people like that, that, you know, again, I, I'm still friendly with, I just don't get you know, time right. to spend with them like oh, I absolutely. want to. And you see all those people from back in the day. Right, like, right. It's like, yeah. a, like I said, it's, a, you know, it's just like a big cruising reunion. And uh, I don't know, I think it's, uh, you know, I think it's a great night of fun for everybody who comes out. Yeah, and it's, it's so crazy that it got so big so quick. Like you said, it was like an event waiting to happen. Right. Um, usually when you, you and me being an event planner myself i'm just dumbfounded by this i'm like this is amazing <laughs> like, how did he do this what magic are you working here because normally it's like okay i'm gonna start this event it's gonna be you know kind of humble at first and it's gonna grow every year which right. this is still doing right but yet that first year yeah. was huge yeah dude it was a hit from the start Absolutely. and even uh you know the first year it rained which was you know kind of a hindrance the first year but man that's a good thing about this event dude listen it's happening in summer which is hot in summer but listen if it rains if it's hot it doesn't matter because you're in your car you know just flip your air conditioner well, on and uh you know cruise around till it quits night, raining the nights aren't you know aren't right not that bad and uh but yeah dude it's it's it has gotten huge man so is it still just you, or have you like got a staff now that you work with? No, like, it's pretty much just me, just and uh, still got kind of a shoestring budget. Um, you know, we do have sponsors now, but uh, it's you know the the money that I get is every single penny of it is now doled out. You know, and I try to uh, because it's not really a, this is not a for profit event. You know, at the end of the day, all I'm all I really wanted to do was just. You know, having to put on an event that you know everybody could come out and have a good time, and you know whatever proceeds are left over, we give the Humane Society. And this year, we're actually uh, the T-shirt sales are going to the food pantry. So, uh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it is cool, dude. And that's, that's really uh, cool. you know, so that's you know, but still, it's just most of the time when people see like a, a lot of corporate you know entities will see an event like this and they'll see dollar signs right right <laughs> you know? no 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 i'm well, like it's, said, it's I'm, cool that's you're keeping it uh, right i'm not that away and honestly like uh you know i, I i've kind of made a commitment not to bring in like outside vendors from you know anyone that's not local because at the end of the day what i what i want for this event is you know and and that's listen from the very beginning i wanted to rely on the businesses that are in amory to provide what I needed for this event, you know, like Bill's hamburger staying open late, you know, it was just, yeah. I was thinking that that first event, you know, I'm like, I went to him and said, Hey, we all stay open late for this. And like that immediately was a hit, you know, oh, yeah. Why wouldn't Bill's they? hamburger all staying these, open late. All these people that are going to be here, right. thousands of people. Right. And like <laughs> nights drive in, you know, they bring out car hops every year to work their parking lot. We get to hang out there in the saving station. And, uh, you know, so I, I try to rely on all the local restaurants, local businesses, and you know, I, I've kind of made a commitment that I'm not going to bring in, you know, like a lot of outside vendors. I, I have uh, got a couple of local vendors, you know, that set up in Frisco Park this year, but uh, you know, even those are, you know, they're contributing part of their proceeds to one of the charities. So, uh, you know, it's it's not a way to make money. It's just something that I, you know, I want to do to give everybody a good night of fun. You know. Well, it's certainly that. Um, one thing that I've observed that you're doing that's it's really wise is 
to incorporate a lot of different things. Take the Railroad Festival, for example. It's not just a music festival. It's not just a car show. It's not just an arts and crafts show. It's not just the 5K, the parade. It's right. all of that. Right. It's a multi, like, I don't even know what to call it, really. Right. Uh, it's not just the carnival. It's not just, you know, the rides. It's it's all of it together. Right. And, like, it, it looks like when people bring ideas to you, you're like, sure, let's try it. Like, the right. cornhole tournament, Pocket Park. Right. Uh, you know, McGonagall says, hey, I'm going to do this down here at Piggly Wheeler. You're like, sure, go ahead. Let's try it. Right. And it's all working because it's there's so much to do in that night. It almost needs to be – I could almost see it turning into like a whole weekend event. Have you ever right. About yeah, that? a lot of people like, said that, you know, make it a whole weekend event. I've not I've not quite got to that point <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah. But, uh, and part That's of what you me, will need a staff probably. <laughs> part of me is, you know, like you said, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to try anything. But honestly, I'm – you know, I'm I'm very leery at this point about you know when I do add something, I don't want to add it to make it any bigger. I just want to make it better because mm, yeah. I don't want to tinker with it too much, dude. You yeah, know? yeah, you're I mean, really, right. Yeah. I it's working. To, Let's not. Right, I'm scared to tinker with it too much because it's working. But now, you know, like I said though, I mean, there's only so many cars that can cruise around the loop, you know, and so there's got to be other things to do. And so I kind of wanted, listen, I got so many fond memories of downtown Amory just, you know, growing up. And I don't know, there for a while, downtown Amory was just dead, you know? Oh, I mean, it, it yeah. lost its soul, really. And yeah, I, think that it's, it. I think that it's on the brink of something really good happening, you know? And, and I mean, it's like you can see good things happening on the horizon. But I wanted it to be an event that kind of incorporated all of downtown. That's why I wanted, you know, something kind of on every end of, you know, every end of town and something in between and, you know, something that, you know, even if you didn't want to cruise around, if you just wanted to walk around downtown that night, you know, there'd be plenty for you to do. And, you know, live music to listen to, lots of restaurants open, businesses open late. And uh, it just seems to work, though. That's really cool. All right, let's rewind the clock for a minute to about 2001, maybe, or 2000, when the, the cruising the loop thing kind of just finally fell off. It, right. got, it got to where there was less and less people. And then and it seems like, if I remember correctly, it happened kind of quick. What would you attribute yeah. that to? I don't know. I've been asked this quite a few times, but I know, uh, listen, even when I was, you know, which I stopped cruising probably early nineties, you know, right after I got married, probably 90, 91 in that, in that neighborhood to when I stopped cruising. But even back then it's like, you know, we, we circled around Hardee's mm -hmm. and before, you know, before we even, I even quit cruising, they had hired like a rent -a cop out there. To yeah. clear their parking lot, okay? Yeah, because so that parking lot was packed. It was packed, you oh, know? Yes. And if you ask me, that was the doom of their nighttime business, okay? That's that, that's when their nighttime For business sure. ended is when they brought in the rent -a Because then the loop changed. Right, right. It changed and, you know, kind of changed to McDonald's. But then, and someone reminded me of this just the other day, um, which is kind of ironic, but I, I think that... Uh, at one point in time, they might have actually put up some barricades at McDonald's. Seems like they did. On the weekend to keep problems. people from driving through. Yeah. Which is ironic now because, you know, Robert Tommy's They embrace our, it. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Tommy's our biggest supporter now. You know what I mean? He yeah. loves this event. And, uh, but, you know, it, it's probably a combination of that and, you know, just the advent of cell phones. And, you know, of course, at the one internet. point in time, the gas, <laughs> gas prices got... 
you know, True. awful high there yeah, at one point I'm sure in time. That was a factor. Bumped up to, you know, four dollars a gallon and higher. And I think uh, I think it was probably a combination of all those different things, you know, that just kind of Yeah. It, it kinda of killed it. But now when it died, it died completely, dude. Absolutely. I, I mean it, it there, there was no remaining tumbleweeds when it died, like rolling down Main Street. <laughs> right, right. When it died, it died completely. Yeah. And uh like I said, I've always hated it for you know for my kids because, you know they they won't get to experience that kind of interaction with their friends on the weekends and uh, you know I mean listen it's good good clean fun dude at least you know at least your parents knew where you were at you know and there were cops out patrolling the streets you know to make sure everything was cool but uh, um, like I said I hate it and I I keep thinking that maybe. You know, this event might revive the practice. And I think to a certain extent, it may slowly be coming back, you know, because uh, even these days, my kids are, you know, they want to go out on the weekends and cruise around Amory more than they used to. Or, you know, if nothing else, hang out at the coffee pot or something like that. And uh, so, you know, maybe there is a little light at the end of the tunnel. We were just talking about this the other day, how uh, if, if you got there too late, and all the cars were gone, you're like, oh, crap, what I miss? Where, right, where is everybody? Right, right, because right. we would all get together. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. we'd have, like, an idea, like, hey, there's a, a big cow pasture behind right. so-and-so's house. Right. they got a big pile of wood they've been needing to burn. Absolutely. And they have a big field party that sometimes is planned in advance, but sometimes it just kind of springs just happens. up. Right. And uh, everybody would go, and, you know, no cell phones then. You get to town, and it's dead. You're like, right. oh, man, where's the fun? And I remember one time in particular, this is hilarious, because, again, no cell phones. Nowadays, it'd be like, hey, drop me a pin. Where you at? You right, right. I don't even know what that means, but I hear a lot of people <laughs> saying it, drop me a pin. I guess it's their coordinates or whatever. Right. But we had an idea where the party was. Like, we knew the area. It was, <laughs> and we, we're driving around back roads, and we're literally stopping, rolling down the window, and listening. And we could hear the music. Right. And, it's, and the person riding with me was like, it sounds like it's coming from that. Way. All right, the fun is over there. Let's go. Let's find the fun because I can hear it. You hear like ACDC blasting yeah, or whatever. Over that's there. awesome, dude. And it, we're, we're literally driving around back roads trying to find this party. And we by finding it, we, we the way we're finding it is to get out and listen. Right. <laughs> so, we'll see back in my so day. Funny really, it's funny uh, it, it never really died like that. I mean, that's, you know, literally cruising the, the loop or finding your particular parking lot to hang out in. You know, that was the, that was the thing to do. And we had, uh, you know, of course, folks hang out in the, we would hang out in the Piggly Wiggly parking lot, uh, the family shop the parking family lot. The family shop. That's right, that was dude. ours. My, all yeah. me and my friends yeah. usually, like, wound up there. And then there was, uh, of course, the Hardy's parking lot, Fred's parking lot. That was kind of my crowd there. And, uh, um, like I said, I, I, I miss it. Therefore, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I tried to revive it, dude. And going back to the social aspect of it, I remember each high school, you're kind of in your own little bubble. Right. And through cruising the loop, I got to make friend, friends with people from, like, Hatley. Absolutely. Because I went to Smithville. Of course, there's nothing to do in Smithville on the weekends. Uh, I, would, I made friends with people from Hatley and Amory and, and other schools that I never would have even gotten to know right if it hadn't been for the loop that's what makes it so sad you know for my kids is that you know they, they don't they're never going to have that experience to be able to socialize with you know with their friends and neighbors some of them they'll never ever meet you know uh, um and they won't have that experience and it's just i don't know i think it's, it's kind a of bummer i think it's kind of poetic justice if that internet kind of killed the the loop experience back in the day but now the internet is kind of 
what brought it back. Right. You know? It is, dude. This was a this was an event that was born on Facebook. And I mean, I've never done any advertising outside of Facebook. You know, of course, you know, they, they do a article in the paper every year and, and such as that. But really, it's, you know, the event was born on Facebook. That's how I advertise for it. And that's, you know, Facebook is the whole reason that this that this event is in existence to begin with. You know, if it wouldn't have been for that original Facebook post, um, really, it never would have taken off, I don't think. Yeah, and the reason I, I say that, I, you know, I think Internet had a big part in, in killing the loop experience uh, back in the day is because, you know, I can I can definitely speak from a, an entertainer, like being in the band right. aspect is, is I saw we were still playing music when way back when, when that came about. And the Internet was like a really great thing and a really bad thing because it gave mm. people other options. The worst thing to do is to have to stay home on the weekend like if you were grounded or something that was right, torture right, right. but now the kids do it they're self-imposed right. like in solitary confinement right. with their cell phones and if they do have a social interaction it's their friends coming over to look at their cell phones right. and facetime or facebook each other in the same room right just well, really like good. i said like we're snapchatting each other across the room my kids have gotten to where that they, you know, especially since this event has happened, they've they've started to, you know, got their driver's license or getting their driver's license in the middle of, of all this event going on, and they get out now more. You know, they they it's not like Andrew; he works at Food Giant, and you know, a lot of nights he'll get off, gets off at nine or whatever, and he'll just hang out in the parking lot with whoever gets off work and whoever wants to show up, and they'll hang out and talk and. That's how that starts, you know. It mm-hmm. starts with just a yeah. few doing it, and uh, but there's a there's more there's more people that will hang out and kind of cruise around now than, you know, three or four years ago. I would say still not many. It's the you know the practice is not back yet, but I, you know, it's it's seen a little light though. I mean, records are coming back. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so Who would have figured, dude? <laughs> I know it's it's, it's kind of crazy, and I think. I think you're right. I think it, it it very well could make a comeback because doing stuff at your house isn't going to make you so happy. Like right. it, it's only going to take you so far. Right. And I use uh, going to the the theater to see a movie as an example. Back when I was in college, like we went to the movies like every weekend, right? Uh, because that's I mean there wasn't much else to do. Um, but now I mean everybody's got like a five point one surround sound, fifty inch <laughs> right. flat screen TV with. 3k like you basically have a theater in your house but like me i go to the movies less than i ever have now but i'm never gonna stop going to the movies exactly because i I still want that experience i still want that the whole process right which i kind of you know listen i mean i'm i'm not the the movie theater in amory was probably a big part of cruising too Mm -hmm. because uh so my grandmother worked there when i was growing up and uh, she sold tickets there from the time they opened until she died and uh listen i saw every 80s movie that come out because she would let me in for free Dude, yeah. it was my first job i would sell i uh, still went there right, right up until and, when they closed because right, dude, sometimes a, i didn't feel like driving all the way to tupelo to see a movie right right and that's a i mean that was a valuable re- resource for this little town you know i mean it it wasn't the biggest theater or the best theater but right. you know it was uh something to do and it, and got, the, you yeah, it got, and got you there it got you there right it got you there and got you out of the house and who knows you go to the movies you may cruise around the loop two or three times to see if anybody else is out you know and it's you know it's it, that's how that starts mm-hmm. though, you know yeah i remember thinking when the theater closed i'm like man i feel sorry for kids now because what are they gonna 
lie to their parents about because right. we would say we're going to watch a movie and their parents would drop us off and then we'd go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> like how many people did that? Absolutely, and you could, you would watch it happen. You would right. see the kids right. get out right. and they'd wait, you know, they would watch the car get around the corner like, all right, let's go. Seen <laughs> it. Yep. Yeah, you could probably stand there and make a good living blackmailing them. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I really hate it. Like I said, uh, he didn't, it wasn't the best theater in the world, but I mean, Sometimes I just didn't feel like driving thirty minutes to, to go. Absolutely, dude. I like, mean, it was great to watch have this one, one in Amory on Bargain Night. Right. It was like what? It was Absolutely, like five bucks yep. or less. Yep, it was a great little resource for a town. I hate it's gone and uh, the drive-in too. I, I remember it came oh, back yeah, for dude. a little while. That was really cool. Yeah, I think the the only mistake they made at the drive-in, in my opinion, is they only opened it during the summer. Right. And in the summer, it, dude, it don't, it don't get dark till like eight thirty. <laughs> right. Right. And they couldn't start the movie till it got dark, and it was hot. People were trying to run their air conditioner while they're listening to the movie and stuff. Right. I'm like, open this bad boy, you know, year round, or at least when it's really nice outside. And right. You're gonna have a lot of people out here like right. hanging out and stuff. People bring their lawn chairs and sit there. Uh, you could pick it up on your. Uh, you could you could pick it. Yeah, you tuned in the radio right. station, right? right. Uh, because I lived on like Myatt Road, which is like not far from there right. and i remember my stereo in my living room i could listen to the movie <laughs> in there yeah it'd be a little staticky but i could hear them i could hear the movies over my radio right some people are listening to go radio what is that <laughs> the first movie i ever saw was at uh as a drive-in it was blazing saddles mm. and i was just a little kid but uh i remember it very vividly yeah my parents went to the to the drive-in a lot and when I was a little kid, and me, they would make a pallet in the back seat, and me and my right. sister would fall asleep, and they would watch the movie. Yep, we had a station wagon, and uh, the same way with us, be a pallet in the back of that station wagon, and snacks, and uh, man, yeah. What uh, what are you looking for like for the future of cruising, Amory? Well, like I said, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't ever want to tinker with the whole process too much. You know, it's not to say that I'm not going to add new things as I go along because. Absolutely, we want to keep it fresh and you know have have things for people to do. But uh, I only want to tweak it and make it better. You know, I don't want to turn it into a, like a big circus. You know, I don't want yeah. to turn it into something like the Railroad Festival because, I mean, listen, I, the Railroad Festival is great for the city of Amory. It absolutely is. Mm -hmm. It's uh you know it's part of our heritage now. It's been going on for 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 years. But a lot of times, you know, the people who live in and around Amory aren't the ones who attend that festival. You know, it's Absolutely. people It's people from out of town. Well, it has to be to have that many numbers. Right, to have that many, you know. <laughs> What's the population and, of Amory? Maybe 3,000? Probably 3,500 maybe is what I would guess. But yet you have 30,000 come through the rail festival. Right. How does that happen? <laughs> right. Where are, they, where are these people coming from? <laughs> right. Are they but making it's so them? Many, it's, it's so many people that a lot of times the local folks don't come out. Right. And... That's what kind of makes this a little different, you know, is that this is all about the local folks. You know, it's not that, hey, we don't want people from surrounding areas to come in. We do. I want everybody to come and enjoy the whole experience because that's what it is, dude. This is, you know, when you come out for this event and cruise the loop, it's like, uh, you know, just just one trip around the loop is going to take you, what, 30, 40 minutes sometimes. With that many cars, yeah. Right. And that, so it's a whole experience. You well, know, there's not as many stoplights now. It's mostly stop signs. Right, that stop helps. signs. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, you know, the, that's, that's pretty much the future of it. I just want to, I want to tweak it every year to kind of, you know, make it a little better every year. And, uh, um, you know, not, not so much make it bigger, but just make it better. 
you know? Yeah. I just Googled the population of Amory is actually 6,958 oh, wow. as of 2017. Yeah, I would have thought a lot <laughs> We were way out there. <laughs> but still, there's more than 7,000 people cruising the loop. Yeah, yeah a lot of folks show up for that day. Tons of folks. It's, it's uh, I don't know, when it's you just start kind of making noise bottling. somewhere, you get a lot of attention. And the, going back to, you, you brought up the Rail Festival. That's another thing that's dumbfounded me. Like, how did that get this big? You're right. Every little town in the southeast has some kind of festival. Right. And you usually wind up with, like, less than a 1,000 people showing up. Right. I remember the Rod Brassfield Festival. You know, it was fun, but it was a glorified, you know, barbecue. Right. Uh, it was great. But, I mean, Smithville only had, it was like population 900. So even if everybody in the town showed up, <laughs> right. which they didn't, it's still not going to be that big. Right. But yet somehow Amory throws the Railroad Festival, and there's literally 30,000 people that right. come through there. Right. It just blows my mind. Right. And uh, a lot of that is good good planning and good, uh, you know, good direction on the part yeah. of that committee, too. I mean, they do... Uh, yeah, they do a fantastic job of you know of putting that on, and uh, and there's a lot to do. Like that again, going back to cruising Amory, uh, it's about riding the loop. But there's so much to do. You don't want to just ride the loop. Right. You want to go to the pocket park. You want to go to Frisco. Want to do park. everything. You wanna, yeah, you want to do it all. Yeah, yeah. You want to check out everything. Right. It's like, hey, right. I heard so and so's doing whatever down here. Like, let's go check that out real quick. Right. And you'll you'll cut a block and you'll you know go to right. whatever. And that's what uh you know the that's that's the 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 theme for the whole event is just you know i kind of want something going on everywhere it's what i've always told robbie and the boys playing this event you know i'm like listen your, your crowd is not going to be your huge typical crowd okay right, right. that's not what it's meant to be you know the, you, the the bands are out there for whoever wants to come walk up and walk away and you know for the ambiance of driving by and hearing the band when you drive by yep. And uh, just kind of add some excitement to the whole event. But you're right. You know, there's several different things to do. And, you know, I mean, if you're hanging out in the Pig Wiggle parking lot, hey, just get in, cruise the loop, stop somewhere else, you know. And it uh, really makes for a fun night, though. It really is. And it's very family friendly, too. Right, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, that's a, you know, what's a may or may not have had some questionable beverages. <laughs> right, <totally> right. Conveniently. <laughs> but still, I mean, we weren't causing anybody any harm. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, it's really cool that that this is happening. I, I, if you would have told me ten years ago that the loop is going to make a comeback and there's going to be thousands of people there, I'd have told right. you you were crazy. You're right. There's no way. And uh, you know, I said like every little town had their own little festival. Every town had its loop. Right. Every town. I remember the square in Houston. Yep. Is where uh, where they would do the loop there in uh, Tupelo. It was it went around behind the uh, bowling alley. Right. Rebel Lanes. Yep. Rebel Lanes. Uh, every town had every a town loop. had its own loop. But nobody is that I know of has made a comeback nope. somehow. <laughs> nope. When it, like I said, when it died, it died completely. And it every time it everywhere. almost seemed right. It seemed Universal. to happen everywhere. That's why I said it's. I think it's kind of hard to pinpoint the exact reason, you know, that yeah. it, that it happened. Um, because it, when it when it when it stopped, it stopped everywhere. Yeah, when people started getting more options at home, you know, right. again going back to like, how did your parents punish you? Go to your room. Right now, right. your kids, you, you say, go to your room. They're like, okay, right, right. that's where I wanted to be anyway. <laughs> like I've got everything you could imagine to, to entertain me in yeah. that room. Yeah. But back in my day, it was like the only time you went to your bedroom is when you were going to bed to sleep. Right. Yeah. That was me too. That's why that they was called the it a only bedroom. Time that I wanted to be in my bedroom was when I was sleeping. Yep. Otherwise, as soon as I would get home, especially on the weekends, you know, yeah. listen, I would take a shower and be gone, dude. You know, 
Oh yeah, and you had to go out to the loop to find out what everybody's going to do, right? And what's yeah, what's that's going why on? I said if you know if you wanted to know where someone was at back then, you didn't you didn't call them up. They just got in your car, and you went and drove around until you found them, and you know sit in the parking lot for twenty thirty minutes or all night and talk, you know. Yeah. And, uh, so and sometimes that's, that's all that was going on is just us hanging out in Amory, right? I mean, that's you know a lot of times that's all it would be. It's all that's all you needed sometimes, right? And but then sometimes uh, like somebody would be like, "Hey, let's go throw a field party, or let's go to so and so's house," and you right. know, a big party would spring from there. And that's another thing I don't think kids will understand unless maybe if they watch Animal House, the, right. the way the parties were back then, it <laughs> right. was so different. Right. Like I don't, I don't think we, I don't think anybody could get away with. Like the parties that we used to have, right? In like I don't know, eighty nine, ninety, all through the nineties, you just you just couldn't do that now, right? Um, let's go back to the bus thing real quick. Okay. Uh, was that a complete restoration project for you, or was it no. pretty much like it is now? I bought it just the way it is. Okay, um, which it's it's not a fully restored bus. You know, it's got kind of a kind of like a primer finish it's not really primer but it's a matte finish you know mm-hmm. and so when you get up on it you're gonna see some dents and some bumps and some rust and everything but i mean i had uh you know the guy who owned it he had uh he had got it just to the point where i wanted to get one you know i mean i kind of dig having a patina ride anyway i'm not a one of these guys who really loves fully restored vehicles i i kind of like a vehicle it's got a some personality you know, right yeah. it's got some personality and patina on it but listen he had it he had it sitting out there and of course it's got the top racks on it and he had a he had an old coca-cola cooler strapped to the top and some beach chairs hmm. and it's got them uh gangster wide wall wide white wall tires on yeah, it you yeah. know listen it was just it was just sitting out there waiting on an old hippie like me to drive by, you know. <laughs> but I mean, he had, uh, you know, he had, he had. Uh, it was mechanically sound. He'd had the brakes done on it. He even gave me the number to his VW mechanic to give him a call to see what all he had done to it. And uh, you know, it was a good price. So I'm like, you know what, I'm getting it. I'm life's too short mm-hmm. to just want something all your life, you know. And uh, so we did kind of a quick budget review while we were down there on the coast, and uh, just decided to get it, dude and uh, actually left it down there we bought it and uh, left it down there for a couple weeks we were coming back with the kids and uh, surprised them with it and uh, of course it's like (laughs) listen dude we were like rock stars in that bus man no no joke man it was like every red light we stopped at you know girls were chatting up my son sitting on the other side and he's like like, I can kind of see why you dig this thing man but uh, it's a fun vehicle to have, though. And like I said, it's a tension drawer, too, man. Oh, it's yeah. A, there's there's more than one that I usually see. Cruising yeah, around. my buddy Mike, the guy who I bought it from, okay. his name's Mike Sledge. And, uh, of course, we've, you know, as soon as I met this dude, he's he's kind of like me. He's a, he's a laid-back hippie. And, and that's part of the reason that I bought it is just because he was such a cool dude, you know? Yeah. I mean, he was like... Uh, I mean, we hit, we hit it off instantly, and honestly, we we became really good friends. We talk to each other weekly now, um, ever since I've bought it. And he's told me he's like, "Dude, I'm not missing one of these events ever, ever." So he he drives up from the coast every year just to cruise around, you know. And uh, of course, there's other couple other VWs that show up in town that night, and it's kind of. You know, it's kind of turned into like a mini VW event too. You know, just because of you know my VW bus kind of being the, you know, the one that started it all and kind of the, you know, the mascot, the mascot of the whole event. 
And uh, so you know, a lot of VWs show up that night, too, which is kind of cool, too, you know, because I dig them. I, I think they're cool. Yeah, they're really cool. Right. Uh, talking about not wanting to miss the event, that's why I'm so glad that we're a part of it, the, the band is this year, because su- summertime, you know, that's when everybody's booking gigs, and right. we're out on the road all the time. And I'm like, dude, I want to be at home when this takes place. And the best way to do that is to is to play the event. Right, And dude. I reached out to you, and you're oh, all man. about it. And so yeah, I'm, really I'm stoked excited. y'all are playing. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. We, yeah, Y'all well, perfect this, fit for this. This may man. be one of the first times a, a band has performed on the new stage, right? Because it, it, it is it just yeah. got finished. It just got finished. I'm not sure if uh, we'll break it in right. Right? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll break it or bring it in. I don't know right. which one. You know, last year they they uh, we had a flatbed set up on the other side, mm. and uh, of course Robbie talked yeah. about setting his stage up over there. And right at the last minute, you know, he he said, "Well, what about the fee?" And I'm like. I'm like, man, you can do either one, you know. So we'll see. Um, like I said, it, it it expands the whole park area, though. Yeah. Music on one end, cornhole tournament on the other. So now you've got stuff, you know, on both ends of the park, and uh, I'm excited to break that new stage in, dude. You Me know? too, man. Because yeah. you know, I played the little the round pavilion thing, and you know. No disrespect, it served its purpose, but it wasn't that great for live music because the ceiling was too low, right? And it, the shapes weren't right. It was hard to get lighting, right, to work. Absolutely. And, uh, this new one, like, it looks really cool. Like, there's a lot of potential there for you know live entertainment. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I I'm think looking, so. I'm looking really forward to it. Uh, before we wrap up here, uh, let's just kind of go through all the things happening that night, aside from the obvious. Let's start from you know one end of town to the other and just list off. Everything right. that's 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 I going can on. Do it, dude. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Well, uh, Ground Zero is like the Piggly Wiggly parking lot, which the 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 pig parking lot was a it's a big part of this event, and it's part of what makes this event a, a success. You know, because when I was first thinking about it, I went to Joe down at uh, Piggly Wiggly, and you know, I'm like, hey, here's what I want to do. I'm like, I want to take your parking lot over for a night, and he's like, I'm in. He's like, you yeah. do whatever you want to. You know. And uh, so, you know, the Pig Louisville parking lot's kind of become ground zero for the whole event. It's where everybody, you know, parks. And, uh, of course, to get through there it takes 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> cru- yeah. cruising around that loop. But uh, didn't nobody seem to mind, you know. And uh, so that's a that's a big draw right there. We have uh, uh, Smoking Bros Barbecue that's out there. And that Joe donates all of all of that to the Humane Society. So everything that they sell... Oh, cool. The barbecue, the hot dogs, and this year we've actually got souvenir cups, which I'm pretty excited about. That's another thing. Talking about the T-shirt, that's another thing. That kind of legitimizes your event is. Will you it know, contain a questionable beverage? <laughs> having a cup. I'll not say. <laughs> Judge for yourself, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, all those proceeds are going to the Humane Society, which that's kind of cool. And uh, so you cruise on out a little bit. You come to uh, Vinegar Band Blues Park which uh, has just been, you know, used to be called the Pocket Park, but mm-hmm. they're finally getting the Mississippi Blues Trail marker there. Oh, um, cool. I didn't know yeah, that. Dude. Yeah, nice, we've been on nice. uh, we've been on that on that list for a while now, but hadn't been able to get that to come through, but anyway, so Carla's officially renamed that park the Amory uh let's see, Vinegar Men Blues Alley is what it's called. Okay. And uh of course on either side got Bill's Hamburgers, Country Boys Hamburgers are staying open late that night. And right there in the alley, of course, uh, we've got live music there all night. The the Blue Light Travelers will be there. Oh, nice. They're starting off at uh, 7 o'clock, and I believe they're playing right up through 10, and they're playing a double set of, of their whole show so that everybody can kind of, you know, get the full experience. 
of them, and uh, they're, they're really good, good. Play a lot of Americana, um, classic rock, blues, and uh, good stuff. And then at 10, from 10 to 12, um, we got Colors That Ended Arpel, uh, which your buddy's in that. Yeah. Yeah, you know those guys pretty good, and uh, they're, they're always great, the, too. the mayor is in that band. Right, so, right. Uh, shout out to him for, right. like... Being like really hip and cool and embracing, <laughs> no doubt, dude. Like and he all always the has. city officials have embraced this so much, you know. And it's it's really cool that you know we have kind of like younger, like open minded right. administration right. that's like <laughs> in a band and like down with all this right. stuff. It's really cool, right? Right, a little weird, but very cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we are weird in a good way. And uh, but anyway, they'll be playing you know late night there from ten till midnight. And, uh, of course, you know, you grab a burger, go out and listen to live music. And, uh, of course, from there, you can walk down Main Street if you want to. A lot of businesses are open late. Um, that started last year. It's like a tax-free weekend. Oh, cool. Um, for school supplies and clothes and shoes under 100 bucks. So a lot of the, you know, a lot of the businesses on Main Street are staying open until like 8, 9 o'clock, you know, which gives you a good reason to, you know, to walk down Main and, uh uh, some places to get ice cream, and of course you got the coffee pot there. Yeah, my and, friend at the uh, comic book that owns the comic book store. They're they're staying open. I just I sent them a message the other day. They hadn't seen it on Facebook yet. I was asking them if they were going to stay open, but I hadn't heard I'm back. Pretty sure yet, they told so. me I was just in there Saturday. I'm pretty sure they told me they were. Oh, cool. Which any business would be you know, crazy, crazy not, not, to. not to. Absolutely, dude. With that much extra foot traffic, you know. Hey, listen, yeah. I'm staying until the last person leaves, man. Yeah. But uh, so anyway. You get down to Frisco Park, and of course we got our charity cornhole tournament that's going on, and he's actually got a cornhole tournament going on that morning too. But the one in the afternoon is the one that's associated with our event, and uh, all the proceeds, or half the proceeds, half the money goes to the Humane Society, and then the other half goes to the players in the cornhole tournament. And of course, listen, last year that thing was it was our first year for that, but that was. And that was huge. Everybody loved that, yeah. you know? It was massive. It was and it was drug. good for the bands, too, because, you know. Right. I, more people came more out. More people, and the band is right there. So. Right. And then they, they kind of drifted over Absolutely, to that, too. Dude. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good deal to bring extra people in the park. And uh, Jay Weaver actually had, uh, he was the one who came up with that idea. And uh, he actually had the idea the year before, but it was last year before I implemented it. But uh, anyway, we've got the Indulge food trucks going to be out there. They're going to have... Uh, uh, the I can't think of who it is. It's selling pork rinds and uh, caramel corn out there. It'll be cotton candy, and uh, of course down at the Pavilion Inn, we got you guys playing. Uh, got Seeking Seven. Shameless promotion. <laughs> right, right, right. Do it, brother. <laughs> Which I don't know what order y'all are going in. Um, I don't know who's I, playing. I'm pretty first. sure we're playing. We're playing first. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because they're kind of veterans of the cruising and everything. They right, right. Every year. I told, this is our first year. Right. I told Robbie. Like I said, he's a. Uh, you know they've been with us since the beginning. That first year, man, they played for like free. Yeah, you know, I really, I may yeah. have pitched them a hundred bucks or something, and and still they play awful cheap. You know because I mean I hadn't got you know I still don't have a huge budget. But I told him I'm like, listen, dude, this is you know you're in charge of the music, put whoever you want wherever. But so you guys, Kill J, will be uh, will be starting and uh, seeking seven following, and uh, of course uh, you know. From there, you can cruise on around the loop, either go and cruise around McDonald's or Hardee's or wherever you want to, you know. And yeah. if you go the other way, which I did last year, I actually 
we had a little VW meetup at Night's Drive-In, which that's a cool place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, a little savings gas station, the old savings gas What's station. That big, uh, the sandwich, like the ham. It's not a the steak sandwich. The steak sandwich. Oh, yeah, dude. Man, that thing is insane. <laughs> right, right. Like, are you serious? Just look right. at that thing. Huge, like, man. there's not enough good to contain it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed hanging out there last year. I actually ended up hanging out there a little longer than I wanted and missed, missed seeing a lot of folks. But I mean, it's a. It's a cool place to hang out, and if you want, you can cruise down like Martin Luther King and come in on the backside of Glendale Shopping Center, which I did that a lot too. Because, listen, my VW doesn't have air conditioner. Okay, Uh-oh. so <laughs> Fat Boy's got to get the bus up to speed to get some air going, you know. And uh, so, you know, if the if the traffic is a little heavy for you, you know, just cruise down Martin Luther King, come in on the west side of Glendale Shopping okay. Center. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, from there you can cruise around and do the whole thing over again. Somebody told me one time, speaking of which, uh, they said like back in the 60s, the loop, you remember where Sonic used to be? on on Hatley Road. Hatley Road. They said the the loop was down Hatley Road and went around Sonic. Absolutely. That's where it was when I was, uh, you know, I just had started cruising. Back then what I would do is like after church on Wednesday nights or whatever, my mom would let me go with the older kids and cruise around yeah. you know and that's what we did you know it was down hatley road or you and, could say you're going to the theater <laughs> right 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 no they, they they knew what i were doing they you know they uh they said care you know they figured well oh, my mom's church kids, you know? <laughs> confessions <laughs> but uh i mean that was that was a cool loop too you know uh and of course even going even further back um there was a place there you know where hardy's is now it's called shares Oh yeah, um, yeah, and they, they looped tore that building there. down to build Hardy's. They I did. forgot about that. Yep. And of course, you know, at one point in time, they looped around Knight's Drive-in too. You know, mm-hmm. it was a big loop right there. So everybody, every era kind of has their own, their own loop. Little yeah. loop. I think all of the thing that most of them had in common though was Glendale Shopping Center. Mm-hmm. You know that. Yeah, that was kind of always a turnaround point there. Which kind of makes it fitting that it's now kind of become ground zero for the event, you know. Right, exactly. And uh, but you know, I tell everybody just you know you loop wherever you want to, on the other end, and and uh, you know come back around and do it again. You had mentioned you know it being kind of slow with that much traffic, but that's the one time of year you kind of want it to be because that's oh when absolutely, you can, like, dude. You know everybody's got their windows down and the tops dropped. Like you have little conversations with people and right. You'll say, "Hey, there's so and so, pull dude. over, pull right, over, right, yeah, right." Oh, uh, but right. I have to give a warning to anybody that's coming through Amber that night that just needs to get somewhere. <laughs> right. That is not the place right, to be. Right. Find an alternate route, dude. <laughs> yeah, find, yeah, go around <laughs> down the downtown area because yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's definitely you said somebody being slow to get around people. Wiggly, but it was a good thing because oh, it's a good thing and i always talk to everybody while you're driving through right i always tell folks i try to make one last post on facebook before the event and tell everyone you know hey listen this is all in fun leave your road rage at home okay this is uh because <laughs> yeah. it's gonna you know it's gonna take you 30 minutes to make this loop yeah. so just calm down and have some fun roll your windows down take i got a playlist of spotify just for cruising name oh yeah dude i absolutely <laughs> did I, yeah yeah, Maybe we can compare. My yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I may have forgot some songs. So yeah, everybody just uh, you know kind of slow down and and expect to to you know to be in traffic for a while. But like I said, uh, you know me not having any air conditioning. The only air conditioner in my bus that I have is those windows. So, those little uh, sideways things that pull air in. Right. Of course, little... it's got a uh, it's got a sunroof in it too. Oh, cool. And. Uh, but still, you got to be going down the road for that, yeah. well, <laughs> for it to kind of, cool yeah. you off, you know. And we're usually in Kellogg's Jeep, but the top's off, so you know it's all good. Right, end of the night, man. I will be soaked from head to toe, man. Shirt, and yeah, everything just from sweat. But uh, hey, it's 
it's absolutely one of my favorite nights, if not my favorite night, I mean, of the whole year. It's what it's become, you know. Yeah, I always look forward to it every year. And then now this year it's even more special because we're getting to perform and actually be a part of it. So it's, it's going to be it's going to be really fun. Before we uh, wrap up here, do you want to do you have I know you have a lot of sponsors and, and people that support. Do you want to give any shout outs? Oh, yeah, let me uh, let me think about that. I don't want to. My, my <laughs> fear leave is leaving and, somebody out. That, well, that's know? the thing you always end with and anyone we unintentionally <laughs> forgot. Right, right. We've actually got a new sponsor this year. It's Brown and Son Heating and Air. And they called up and. Uh, I mean, they were pretty excited about, you know, sponsor not just this year, but going forward. So, uh, and of course, we got uh, Joe down at the Pig. You know, he's a he's one of our main sponsors, has been from the beginning, and as well as Robert Tomey at McDonald's, and uh, we also got picked up another new sponsor this year, KFC and Taco Bell of Amory, and we got Walton's Greenhouse. They're they're a big sponsor, as well as uh, Laura Gibson Photography. And who am I missing? If I'm missing anybody, y'all forgive me. A lot of vendors. There's a lot of there's yeah. There's a lot. It'd be hard to remember all of them. Right, right. I think that's. Uh, well, you can send me a list, and I can read them off at the end of the right, show. Right. I think that's the majority of them, though. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but if you know, if folks are listening to this, just go to my Facebook page, and that's literally that is where every drop of information. Um, about this event you'll be able to find and you know just check the last three or four posts and you should be able to find out anything you know that you need to know and if you have a question i mean anybody can just drop me a line on facebook and i try to respond pretty quickly but uh at the end of the day you know just come out and cruise around and uh have a good time and again i like to stress to everybody this is a free event all you right, have to do free. is show up right that's it. and if even if you just factor in the music uh a lot of these bands that are playing they're not usually in a situation where you can go see them for free there's usually a, a ticket or a door fee or what have you right. but everything that's going on is 100 percent right free right. you just come out and all you, you have know, to do is come, come out there <laughs> every year i get some questions you know i'll get a question well what does it charge what, what do y'all charge to register my car to cruise around i'm like hey come on dude you, it's nothing man yeah you, know, you ain't gotta pay anything just come out and uh cruise around you know, yeah that's like all a, you've got to do if you want to listen to some live music it's free just drop by yeah. and do it you know like i said last on the last podcast this is like a it's almost like a parade that you get to be a right, in. right, right. <laughs> like you're you're in a parade when right. you when you do this because there's so many cool cars and a lot of people break out like the muscle cars Absolutely, and the motorcycles dude. and you know everybody has like the jeep thing going on it's like there's all all kind of these like like the mixed jeep culture and the bike culture and minivans too though. oh yeah yeah, yeah that's there's what's cool all about it. it yeah and all you have to do to be a part of it is just be there on that night right just show up about what time would be a good time to about what time does stuff really start? Officially, everything starts at seven. But okay, now, so you know, for the last couple of years, people started coming to town. Of course, it's a. Uh, let me mention this too: that the the, the kind of the, the the day has turned into like a day long event because the junior auxiliary does the back to school bash that morning, okay. which they have a parade. They you know have this whole big ordeal from like nine till till noon. So it's kind of like the whole day. It's kind of like a fun thing to do you know a lot of things for kids and families to do but um you know listen folks can come out and start cruising whenever they want to but you know things are you know they don't officially kick off till seven which what we do uh, what we've done the last couple years is we have a uh like an opening ceremony in between like glendale shopping center and the old branch bank Mm mm-hmm and I usually meet up there with my buddy Mike and then we pick a grand marshal every year um 
um, to you know lead off the first lap. Last year it was Robert Tomey. He's a you know he's a big supporter and he's got that uh, that badass um, smoking the bandit Trans Am. Oh yeah, and, yeah, mm. yeah. My son got to ride with him That's on that one. first loop around, and he was uh, it was like an awe the whole time, you know. But this year we've got a surprise grand marshal, and I can't wait to you know kind of holding off on announcing it but uh nice should be it should be fun it's a big announcement and and uh so we'll have our you know our kickoff there and at seven o'clock you know he will our grand marshal will lead off the first lap followed by me and my buddy mike and then whoever else wants to fall in behind us and it'll be kind of like the you know the first official loop um but you know listen you can come out and uh set up in the pig parking lot whenever you're ready and cruise around uh, whenever you want awesome everybody be sure uh cruising amory 4 has an event page uh and an official facebook page and then they can go to your page and uh get any information right. going forward including your surprise announcement and right. I, I would assume right cool you know, I've, I've tried to do that the last couple of years. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I, I will probably announce the hashtag um, maybe this week. I probably should have done it in this last post, but that's uh, a good reminder there. Yeah, I will have at least one or two hashtags, you know, and we actually had a photo contest the first year. I, I, might, I might even try to revive that because we had a, some really good photos that were yeah. taken that night, you know. And uh, so y'all be on the lookout for, you know, for the official ha- hashtag there so we can – you know, so we'll be able to find your pictures and even use it on Facebook too, you know, because, um, you know, that's the way I can search easily search out for pictures on Instagram. Facebook is using that hashtag. So, mm-hmm. uh, right. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I remembered to ask you this. Uh, obviously, as we mentioned before, a lot of people that aren't from Amory come to this. What are some of the ones you've heard about that are like the furthest away that they've came to? To cruise the loop, I'm sure there's people probably from Tupelo and maybe right. even Alabama. Oh, yeah, dude. You, you will just look at the tags, man. I mean, from everywhere. You yeah. know, you get all surrounding areas: Hatley, Smithville, Nettleton, Tupelo, Houston. Um, you know, and of course, a lot of folks are coming in from out of town this year because um, it's turned into for the last couple of years a, a big weekend to do class reunions too hmm. um you know it kind of fits in perfectly with a class reunion it's kind of a know? class reunion for me because like right. people i graduate with i never see them but right they're all going to be at this it's like last year the the park hotel whatever's there now but it got booked the day after cruise in amory for this year's cruise in amory in other words they booked it a year ahead of time yeah for their class smart. reunion right it absolutely was and uh so you know a lot of a lot of people coming in for out of town just for the you know for those reunions and you know my buddy mike he comes from the coast every year and you know brings his bus up so uh and you know so there there are folks not just you know counties away but states away that are coming for this thing and uh you know last year the uh you know the hotel there was uh well it wasn't booked solid but the parking lot was full you know Lot Why has nobody tried out. to reopen the Park Hotel? Yeah, it's they never have. Uh, I think it probably needs a They're lot. Leaving money on the table though, because think about this. Think about the railroad festival thing. I mean, even if the rooms were like high dollar, right. there's some people that would book that whole weekend of the railroad festival and events like yeah, this. You're probably right, Dave. it's just right there over Frisco Park. Right. I mean, yeah, it probably needs some some renovations, but it it could it could be like a almost like a Peabody style, like retro, like old school. That's why I said I think. 
honestly, I think Amory's on the on the cusp of, of great things, especially if they can pass that alcohol initiative. Oh, you know, listen, yeah. if they can if they can do when does that, that, come back up for voting again. Yeah, they're trying to do it this year, so uh, we'll see. October, yeah. But it's a, that would be a game changer for Amory, especially for downtown. Think about Amory. like for me at the railroad festival. What that was, <laughs> man. If I, could, if I could park a Budweiser truck next to the second stage, that's money, dude. <laughs> right, right. We're I'm off hit, to the races now. I, I'm, I'm absolutely hitting him up for a sponsorship next year. <laughs> it's like, man, that's that's a game changer. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's. I, I watched. You know, it happened in Fulton. I work in Fulton, and. uh it's been nothing but good for them. Right. Every town that's, that's yeah. it's an it's an economic issue, dude. I mean it's you and know, this a, is you know, numbers don't lie. Uh the the alcohol related crime has gone down right. in every town that they've voted in alcohol for. Right. Which is opposite of what they predicted. They're like, Oh there there goes the city. Right. You know? It's right. like there goes the city. What progress? Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, listen. A lot of a lot of restaurants. You know, a restaurant can survive without having alcohol sales. But if you have a small niche restaurant, you know, downtown that's a smaller building or whatever, they need those alcohol sales to be able oh, to survive. Yeah. You know, that's why they got it passed in Tupelo on Sundays, right? Because it was hurting them so bad. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. that's why I said I, I think you know, especially with uh, I'm, I was really excited to, with the changing of the name of that pocket park there, and and you know, getting that blues marker in there is going to be. Uh, you know, puts us on the firmly on the blues trail, and uh, like I said, there's uh, you know, several good places in downtown Amy for a good restaurant and bar. Mm-hmm. You know, and because uh, I, ultimately, I would like to see downtown Amory be like it is on cruising Amory, maybe not to that extent, you know, but to have a few restaurants and stuff downtown, you know, where you could go hear live music, like kind of like it is in Tupelo. I mean, you know, downtown Tupelo, they have uh, really, they've knocked it out of the park, dude. Yeah. You know, they've knocked it out of the park, but Amory has that that development hinges, not solely, but a lot on alcohol. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Seriously. And downtown Amory is set up perfectly for that though, you know, for, to have an entertainment district. And uh, so anyway, we'll see what happens, but I, I see good things. You know, in Amory's future, especially if we keep getting, you know, more progressive leaders, like you said, and progressive minded people who, you know, who want to do some fun things. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think uh, I think Amory is right, right on the edge of something big. And it's probably going to take because that's one thing that's really kind of holding us back, in my opinion, is, is it being dry. Absolutely. People, people outside of here, and I try to explain that to them, they're like, okay. <laughs> right. So the prohibition, which was in like what? 33. Is that what Right. Like, y'all are still like there? <laughs> right. Like, the, isn't that kind of. <laughs> that's like my buddy Mike. Who, progressive. My buddy Mike, who comes up from the coast just for this event, the first time he came up, I'm like, I'm like listen, dude, you're going to need to stop. You're going to need to stop at the liquor store yeah. on your way here. You and need he's to like, spend money outside he's like, the what city. what do you mean? Which is I'm like, uh, well, Amory's Amory's still dry, and he's like, he's like, I didn't. He, and I, honestly, this was his yeah. honest reaction. He did not know that places like this that still exist. I know. Yeah, he did not I know it. that all the time. And every year when he comes, he's like, I still can't believe it. But now he loves the town. He he yeah. loves the town, the people in it. But he's like, I just can't believe you can't buy alcohol here. I'm like, believe it or not, dude, that's the way it it's is. So strange. And this might be a rumor. I don't know this to be true, but I heard. A long time ago that there was like it, it may have been like applebee's or a, a big chain restaurant came to amory and looked around and was interested right but they were like 
kind of like everybody else. Like, what? <laughs> right. Like, alcohol. You could be. You always hear those rumors when a, you know, when the town is, is about to go from dry to wet. You always hear, well, we may get this, we may get that. But in my opinion, that's that, that's not what it's about, okay? Yeah. It's not about luring in, you know, although you're right. You know, if you are going to get a bigger chain restaurant, you know, you're not going to get one. You know, you may not get one anyway, but you're not going to get one, period. You're surely not going to get one if they can't sell You're booze. surely not going to get certainly one if they not. can't sell alcohol. But, you know, uh, even the smaller restaurants, though, you know, that would Look be benefit. very beneficial. You know, someone who was thinking about opening a small restaurant in downtown Amory. But, you know, that, that might be the, the push to get them over the edge, the alcohol sales, knowing that they've got that revenue to fall back on. And, uh, you know, I think, it's, I think it's of vital importance, you know. Plus, I just... I don't know. It pisses me off that I've got to spend my tax dollars, you know, and drive 15 minutes down the road, More. you know, and, and spend my tax dollars there. I mean, I just as soon, you know, spend it, you know, right. I want to, I want to buy my beer while I buy my groceries, dude. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, which, which make, makes me go to Chipotle to buy my groceries. Right. It, it, same with a lot of people, you know, I just don't go out of town to buy my beer. I go out of town to buy Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of folks are like that. You know, when when, when they're out buying beer, you know, stop and go get groceries too, you know? Well, yeah. And, um, and, and the argument like, against it is, is also antiquated because, I mean, the, the argument against it is, is always like, well, we just don't want that here because people will be doing it more. Right. Like, nobody's going to start drinking. Nobody. Because it became – the people that are going to drink are already drinking, dude. You're right, right. Nobody nobody's going to go, start. well, I didn't really want to drink, but now Amory's wet, so I guess right. I have to. Right. Let's go get some beer. <laughs> nobody's going to do that. It's not going to cause people to drink. Right. They're it's not. already drinking. Right. I'm drinking right now. Right. The only difference is – I just finished. <laughs> the only difference is they're taking their tax dollars Absolutely. outside of the city limits of Amory. That's yep. the only difference, you know? The only thing that changes I guess they're is, allergic to money. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't know. I, the money allergy. It could be. It could be. Oh Well, man, I sure appreciate you coming in here. I've had a Absolutely, blast. It's been yeah, awesome. it's been great. Um, yeah, I love your little hangout here too. Dude. Yeah, it's, just uh, go ahead and uh, commit to. We're gonna do this every year. Right, we're let's cruising do it, man. About yeah. a couple weeks out, you know, to help build up the hype and. Uh, Perfect. We're, yeah, uh, the band is looking forward to playing this year. Uh, I'm gonna probably update my Spotify list too because I'm gonna cut a couple loops before or after yeah, we right. play and right. you know we get to enjoy everything else going on and. All I know today is keep up the good work, man. You thank you, bro. You're, you're I killing appreciate it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're killing it. Right, thank you, man. All righty. Well, uh, thanks again for being on. And uh, if you have yeah. anything else coming up, uh, give us a holler. I'll do it. All right. So, uh, 1982, this song was popular. That was the year Kim was born. I think they yeah, wrote it about him. Uh, yeah. So, this is Eye of the Tiger. I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, we feel a blast for you tonight. <laughs> Something I can hold on 
Professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69, or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea, or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. Well, I do have one surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. This is the beer that I made. Not the not with the ghost pepper, but with the other. I just oh, poured okay. this one to try on the air. We're recording, by the way. Oh, I'm, 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 oh so I can drink it now? Yeah, but if it's not good, you have to pretend like you like it because everybody's I'm listening. Tell the truth. <laughs> it's got a good color to it. It's kind of got it's, a uh, yeah. It's like a dark gold. This has got uh, I like it. The hops are coming through better now than the last time we tried it. Still needs some more carbonation. Yeah, it needs to go about another week. It tastes a sour note to it. Did you? I didn't get sour. I got bitter. Uh, I don't get much bitter. I got a little bit of bitter. Of course, I'm at the bottom. I'm towards the bottom of the bottle. I'm probably getting sediment. I mean, I'll drink it. I'll drink it. It's it's great. It's drinkable. You can finish that. All right. Well, I got two beers. Well, you got two hands. Well, I got my phone. Two because I was looking up something. Looking up something to talk about on here. Yeah. Good because I have nothing for this outro. Other than, yeah, that's my only trick I had in the bag right there. <laughs> well, I was going to record it myself, but I knew I was coming over here tonight because I was going to experiment with my experiment and record it on my phone and send it to you. Yeah, you can do that anytime. Hey, go over and talk to Sean. I'm trying to do a podcast, buddy. Hey, Pig. He's like, no, do not quit petting me. <laughs> He's like bullying me over here. Not today, you will love me. All right, we're wasting tape here, man. What you got going on over there? 
Can hmm? you give us a hint? Uh, I don't know. Why not just like forget what I was doing? Uh, while we're doing a podcast, I was reading a, a, a book. I just started the second one. It's by a guy named uh, Pierce Brown. It's about a, they settled a, a futuristic Mars. Hmm. And uh, there's lunar. It's a hot topic right now. There's lunar colonies and stuff like that. And it's uh, basically there's through uh, genetics and stuff. Uh, basically, the Earth, as we know it, humans are different. And as time went on, they started genetically uh, breeding people for certain tasks. Like these people who do this well are bred this way, and these people who bred they basically they just invented all these other races. And of course, one of them. This is based on a true story, right? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, all these other races are. Um, have created a bottom and a top and so and everything in between and uh it's about an uprising from the bottom and so forth and so on and uh it's pretty neat it's pretty interesting how far into it are you uh i just i'm about two hour three hours into the uh it's audio so two or three hours into the second book and uh they're they're long audios just under 20 hours each so like 16 i think this one started at 18 or vice versa uh, How do you pick books that like you're inter- interested in listening to? Do you do you judge a book by its cover? Do you read the synopsis? Uh, do you? I Google search like popular sci-fi, uh, popular fantasy, and uh, stuff like that. And when things pop up, and plus I have a friend who's yeah, he recommends them, and uh, I'll just go from there. So, and I also have a library card that I can check out books online, and I just put in per- certain uh, search things. Like fantasy, this. Wait, are you being serious right now? Yeah. You have a library card. I have a library card for one in Amory and Plus. That's something. <laughs> that's something I'm really surprised the internet didn't replace. Well, it did. It did. Uh, like, how are libraries still thriving? They uh. I Man, I know you still need books. You still need to do research, but uh, can't you Google everything that's in the you library? You can Google everything in the library, but like some libraries have an online library and you can act through certain apps and things you can check out audiobooks you know buying an audiobook is not cheap even if you go through like an an audible thing where you pay a monthly fee and use a credit they're still expensive i have the library people on the line and they are not happy uh, but you can check out audio uh you can check out an audiobook at these libraries and you check them out and download them to your phone or whatever you're listening to them through. And then uh, after you're done, you just delete it from your phone. But it's free to get books from the library, isn't it? Yeah, you just... The you, only thing you pay is if it's late. Right. Of course, how can an audiobook be late? Right. But uh, you just can't keep it and download it and copy it and send it out to Dude, your Dude, I'm totally going to get one. Do you have, you to, go have to, to find a library that... that uh, do I have to go to the library to get a library card? Or uh, can I do it online? If I'll go to the Amory Library right now and get a library card... It costs a dollar. And I can get like a bunch of audiobooks. You could, but they don't support it anymore. I did have it for a little while, though. Oh, so Amory's not set up that way. Amory's not set up that way. Oh. But there are other online libraries out there that you don't have to live in that state that you could check out books for. Interesting. Yeah. It's very worth it. Yeah, that was the big appeal for libraries is that you could go get a book for free and read it. And then take it back. They even had the night deposit. You remember that? 
because if your book was late, you wanted to use the night deposit. Right. Otherwise, they made you pay it right then. But it was only like 15 cents. Right, so, yeah. It was like super cheap if, if you're late getting the book back. But it's just like like a red box thing. Like at some point, you're better off just buying the movie, depending on how late you are. Okay. <laughs> well, I always, I always brought mine back. Now, now back when there was movie gallery and stuff, I'd keep one for a little while. <laughs> you know what? Just talking about Mars, it kind of dawned on me today because, you know, like on on Yahoo News, whatever stories you click on the most, it like makes an algorithm based on what you like right in other words when i go on my yahoo i don't see stuff about wars and you know like i see like game of thrones and like marvel and you know i see those articles because it knows that's what i click on the most uh i don't see anything about the kardashians or unless it's sponsored so um i see a lot of stuff about you know like spacex and um NASA and you know space stuff. The the top three uh, things on my Google right now uh, is a something about a Punisher logo. Oh, Sean, will you flip the burgers, please? Uh, a UFC uh, a UFC thing. There's a thing in the pan. And something about the Walking Dead. That's my first three things. And something about homebrewing is the fourth. Yeah, if you look at mine, you can you can tell I'm a nerd like right away. There's always something about Game of Thrones and something Stranger about, Things. Yeah, Steel Panther announces his Heavy Metal Fall 2019 UK tour. So um, I've been I noticed something. All the talk about Mars has been all about colonization more so than exploration. Like they're really. The headlines always have something to do with colonizing Mars, which is cool. I think yeah. I'm, I'm on board with that. I, I think that's great. I, I, matter of fact, I'm like, dude, it's about time. We went to the moon in 1960-whatever, allegedly. <laughs> what was that, 1968? Nine, Six, 69. This year's the, like, the 50th anniversary or something like oh. that. I mean, it's been long enough. We haven't been off this planet in... A long time. Let's go somewhere. But the fact that they're really emphasizing colonizing makes me kind of go, what do they know that we don't? <laughs> Is the human race like in like in danger of going extinct or something and we we really need another planet in the mix? Like what's going on here? Like let's let's throw that conspiracy out there. You're not big into stuff like that, I know. I I, on a fiction basis, I am. As far as outside of you that. You like science fiction, not like science nonfiction? It depends. It depends on what it is. Some of it I do, some of it I but don't. But I mean, do you get down on space stuff? I don't really get down on space stuff. Okay. Space exploration, no, I do not. I'm always listening, you know, when somebody's uh, talking about space. Because it just, it's mind-blowing, you know? Uh, no. Even though my first crush had something to do with space camp. Whoa. The movie, 1986. And I think that that's the year Sean was born, wasn't it? Did Space Camp come in 1986? You watch Space Camp. Sam Max in Space. Sam Max in Space. How's that not an horror movie? <laughs> <laughs> that robot's like scary, man. <laughs> that, was a, that was a badass show, though. Yeah, it was a good movie. Mm. I liked it. I don't know if it held up or not. I haven't seen it. In uh, oh, I have. It's still good. Okay. She's still hot. Uh-oh. She's still hot now. 
<laughs> All right, so you're not into that, so I'll, I won't, you know, stay on that topic too long. But there's been, I know you don't get down on aliens either, but there's been so much talk in the news about aliens too. I, I'm good. More with, so than ever. I'm good with the aliens as long as it's a story and not you telling. And me I'm not just talking about people. It's talking about a storm in Area 51. Although I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> Have you seen some of that? Like celebrities are like, like what are they thinking? <laughs> I, did, I guess they think if enough people show up, the government's not going to shoot them. Yeah, it is a joke. But yeah. that, that's kind of the premise is they can't turn us all away. All they got to do is shoot one. Yep, and everybody else will run. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. For real, guys, let's go. I'm good. It's not funny anymore. Yep. Yeah, all they got to do is pop one. Yeah, that's true. Or turn one of the real aliens loose. <laughs> like one of the badasses. <laughs> Some of them, uh, uh, Demogorgons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this Area 51, we don't have aliens. We got the upside down. So, good yeah. luck with that. <laughs> uh, oh, I was going to talk about Stranger Things a little bit. Are you done with it? No, I'm on episode six. Good God, Mark. Six. I'm close. Huh. I'm on the news on six last night. What have you been doing? I mean, I had it's to going, work. It's only got eight episodes. <laughs> they tend to frown upon watching Stranger Things. <laughs> you was boxing me. You was you boxing me two hours after I left last night. You had time to watch almost all of them. You left early last night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you could watch uh, Stranger Things. I can't remember what I was doing last night. Yeah. I'm sure it was something important. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> but no, it's it's been good. I, I actually I've heard of. Well, it's the internet. What do you expect? But uh, I've heard a lot of people bitching about this season. I'm like, dude, it's good. It's good. I have a prediction about next season. I don't think I want to hear it because it might be spoilery. I, How many episodes is it? Ten? I know. It's like eight. Damn. Like, you could have finished. Well, that sucks. The last episode is like an hour and 20 they minutes. Better not make, if they're only going to give us eight episodes, they better not make us, make us wait as long for season four. Because uh, uh, that was a long wait to get season three. Yeah. And they've grown a lot since season one. That uh, yeah, they better hurry up, or them kids are gonna be grown. That uh, one of the main kids, he's like in a, uh, he's like in a band. He plays, he's lead guitarist and vocalist for his band. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How burgers looking, Sean? Good. This burnt for you. Yeah. <laughs> I may take one of them raw ones and just eat yeah. it. <laughs> They're not done for the normal people. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed the season. I think I think it's good. I was surprised they. Well, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say that. Are we doing spoilery talk or no? Because it would spoil me too. <laughs> you haven't watched it yet. Well, I was going to talk about the big bad, you know. But I, I'll wait. And I haven't. Um, I may be going. Are you going with me tomorrow night to see Spider Man? I don't know if I'm going to be able to because Kara's got like. There's at least a seventy. Two percent chance I'm gonna go. See you it go. Who you gonna go with if I don't go? I mean, because I, I yeah, because Kara can't go. I'm, I'm one of these people that I'm not bothered by going to the movies by myself. It doesn't. I don't. I don't feel sad. I want about to. It. In fact, I, like, you remember we got separated at uh, what was that Suicide Squad or you know uh, what movie did we go to, Sean? Suicide Squad. Was it Suicide Squad? We got separated and I actually liked it because yeah, I, I got um, what, what was I? How did that happen? I, like y'all went in the theater before me, and I didn't know where y'all were, and I just I was like, oh, screw just it, I'll just sit down. No, I think I sat by myself, and I liked it. I was like, this is cool because I don't have to. 
keep telling me to shut up. I asked Kara what she was doing tomorrow, but because Kara's already told me I can't see it without her. Because, so, I mean, you know how we are. We get together, we yeah. have that group mentality, and we're all snickering and nudging yeah, each yeah. other and be like, uh, but, uh, like here, drink a sip of this whiskey like, I snuck in. Laura's leaving it really early <laughs> in the morning, so I'll probably get up and go to Chupalo, go to my mom, go to stuff like that. So, uh, but Kara's got something going on. i got to get there and get back by, like, 5 o'clock. So, in, so. You could probably go. Yeah, no, if you can't go, that's not going to stop me from going. So go ahead and go. Go with Sean, and I may go see it like at the 12 o'clock. Sean, you want to go? You want to go see Spider-Man tomorrow? That's a firm maybe. You know, I'll go to like noon or something. It's cool that they got a bar there now. Yeah. Uh, I checked the times out. But, you know, beer and movies don't go good together. They don't go good together. Yeah, especially comic book movies that are really long and you got to wait till all the credits are over with. I knew I was going to have to go take a leak during Endgame. Oh, good Lord, yeah. yeah. So it didn't matter if I was drinking or not. I think I drank one because I was waiting on Sean to get there. But uh, this... Like, uh, what was the... Um, you've seen this, but Stranger Things was set in... What, 80, they had a clip and it was like 84, right? 84, 85? Yeah, there was something that happened. There was a movie they went to go see in the show. Yeah. And they found out later the movie wasn't out at that time, so they had to change it to a screener, a preview. Oh, really? They, like, went in and, like, digitally fixed it. Fixed it? Cool. Uh, but yet, uh, I can't remember who told me that. Oh, yeah. I'll just wait till you're done in the next podcast. What I'll talk about. By the next podcast, I will have. I'll have. I will talk about... Uh, and hopefully I will watch Spider-Man with or without company. Right. Well, I may go see it tomorrow, but it just may be like noon. Well, if you go see it tomorrow, that'll put pressure on me to see yes, it. Tomorrow. I'll let you know. Go and go see it. Uh, i got to go to Shane's tomorrow. I can go straight from there. When, what time are you going to go to Shane's? Right after work. Yeah, that's fine. I can still do that. What else do we need to talk about before we get off here? Any announcements? Mm. Well, I'll make announcements at the at the beginning. We tried your ghost paper beer last night. Yeah. Let's 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 talk about that. It was a pleasant burn. I Man, like it. I'm so happy about that beer. Good. I've never been more happy about anything I've made in my yeah. life, I don't think. It was good. I liked it. It was, it was I good. even made a knife one time. <laughs> <laughs> I made a damn knife and it went as cool as this beer. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool knife though, by the way. Oh, that reminds me I have to show you something. I went to the homebrew store today, and he had something. He had ordered something, and it was uh, You're not talking it was not what he meant to order. So he uh, had to order again. So he's got them on uh, sale for cost, and uh, it's pretty awesome. It's a f- four gallon uh, stainless steel fermenter at um, basically just cost. They're usually run for about a hundred bucks. So he's got them. He's got them for like eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, something like that. Awesome. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I I don't think it could have turned out better if I wanted it to. It does everything I wanted it to do. Cause I was. Here's the thing. I've eaten a ghost pepper before. I don't ever plan on doing it again, but <laughs> I'm glad I did it. And I'm glad it's in the past. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're going through all that pain. 
and like it's it hurts it burns so bad but if you can like mentally suppress that there's a good flavor there too and I was like I want to bring out the flavor of the ghost pepper without the oral torture of a ghost pepper and this did that beautifully and it, I mean it's hot but it ain't as hot as a damn ghost pepper uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it, and this is the thing. We just drank the other half of this, the the exact same beer, without the ghost pepper. without the ghost pepper, but with a dry hop. Uh, and it's like a I don't know in between a blonde and a pale ale ish maybe. I don't know what that is. Uh, in between a blonde and pale ale. Past, I think it will. First of all, it needs to age. Yeah, it's not. Probably not going to open anymore. It's not bitter enough for a pale, and it's. it's, it's I'm a, just gonna put these bottles up somewhere. Uh. Well, as soon as they, uh, yeah, just stick them in the, in the closet and drink them in August. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good then. We don't do that enough, I don't think. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, Did, we've talked about the Hulk smash on here on the last episode, right? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, it's like it's not going to be as near as bitter as I was thought. I tasted a little sample of the, uh, today. I'll keg it tomorrow and I'll bring it back out, I'll bring it out here tomorrow. It's not as bitter as I thought. It's, uh, it's pale ale-ish. It's, it's good. It's going to be a good beer. Uh, well, there's almost no way it's not. <laughs> you're right. Uh, it's. Uh, I checked it and I pulled a little sample off of it. And uh, well, tell everybody while I grab me another beer. Tell them what we're making next that you've already bought the ingredients for. Yeah. And it's going to be a ten-gallon batch, right? No, but uh, it's it's we're going to do exactly what we like we did on the barley wine, and uh, I ordered a uh, not ordered. I got a. Uh, the five gallon popsecutioner clone, aka Raptor Piss. And uh it's gonna be a almost eight percent alcohol beer. So uh, after we uh get that beer off and get that to boil we're gonna do a second running and uh make a a lighter beer, pale ale-ish or blonde or somewhere along that line. I got some leftover hops and I got some uh, yeast and uh it'll be good. Does it feel weird when I walked out of the room? It is completely I weird. Told you. It was odd. I was like, I should I stop talking now? Did you notice that it was weird? I mean, I just, I did, but I, but I was like, I was like, I guess I just you keep, I just keep going. Uh, 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 yeah. That's two different answers. Okay. I'll go with the last. Just go with the last one. Uh, but I want and Sorry, and I another had, thing why it was weird is because I, I wanted you to hear this because you hadn't heard this yet. Uh, I'm gonna hear when I listen to podcasts. I know, but I, I, we're gonna talk about it afterwards. Talk but I'm gonna do a second running on this beer. Yeah, I knew that. And uh, I have some. Uh, I, I talked to Mark and I I had some Willamette Willamette. I don't know how to say it. Willamette tops and I have oh. a half an ounce of that and I have a half an ounce of Hallertur. Hallertur. He said the Willamette will make it, you know, the English pale ale-ish. The Hallertur will make it uh, more curls. I have some curls yeast that I washed. So I'm, I can use oh, that. Right. I can use the curls yeast to make a starter with it. And uh, I, also, I looked. I also have some Fuggle, which is what? some Fuggle hops. That sounds made up. <laughs> it does. A lot of hop names sound made up. Like, There's a lot of hops. Like there. Simcoe, Calypsico, and, uh, you know, they're just weird. Uh, and, you know, like I, I, when he was I told him, I was like, I can I also can put some fresh hops in there because it's home brewing and you can do what you want. And 
that's exactly what homebrewing is about. To me, that's the funnest part of homebrewing. You just do what the hell you want. It's improvising and and science and if stuff. If you want to put a mad science and freaking ghost pepper in it, you can put a ghost pepper in it. Dude, <laughs> and I'm going to come back to this, not to like you know have two topics going at one time, but it's it's such a weird thing for that to happen. You're not expecting that in a beer, but it's no, not bad. It's not bad. Like uh, when you take a sip of beer, the last thing you expect is pepper. That's the thing. I don't know if I would sit down and drink one. I'm positive I will. But uh, yeah, but uh, I would use it in um, chili, in chili cooking and stuff yeah, like that. Chili. I'm gonna do it again. I'm, I'm growing jalapenos, and I've got a bunch of them on the. They're they're not ready to pick, but I'm gonna go ahead and do a jalapeno beer too. What if you like when you soaked your like uh. Like when you done your brats and you soak them in like a bath of beer and onions, simmering on the grill for a little bit. Well, I tell you what I've done before. Before you put them on the, what if you use your ghost pepper beer yeah. on your brats? What I've done before is gotten a pot full of beer, yeah, and like cooked the brats in it and then finished them off on the grill. That's yeah. amazing. That's how uh, he done them at the first the humble meeting at yeah. his house. Simmer them, don't boil them, boil it, just simmer them out until they get done. Yeah, you're basically like cooking them halfway. In the beer and halfway over the flame. Oh, you're finishing them off in the flame. Get the, get the, so I've seen people cook them in the beer, though. Just just completely that. cook them in the beer. Yeah, and just get, that doesn't suck either. Then get grill marks. Just get grill marks. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, you can do that for your brats. You just use a ghost pepper beer. Give them a little spice. That'd be good. Yeah. But I don't want to waste all that beer, though. It takes a lot. Well, not if you use like, like I that. use some cheap-ass beer when I No, yeah. Because I don't want, you know, I don't want to waste beer. Right. I think he used a beer that went out, went bad, or, or didn't. It was beer, but it had an off flavor. They had a Kentucky like Beach. Could, they had a no. They had a. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dude, let's do that with the Kentucky Beach. Yeah, you could use it for cooking. Cooking with. Let's do that. Yeah. So anyway, going back to, um, that the other beer. Or do we have a name for this yet? I mean, what is it? Uh, it's the, a, it's basically Raptor Piss Part Two. Well, the Raptor Piss is a, is an IPA. The Return of the Raptor. This is not going to be an IPA at all. We'll I'm call gonna, it R2. Uh, I'm going to hop it more mildly. So it's going to basically be a blonde-ish. So or a what are you expecting out of the second runnings? Uh-oh. We're flipping out the I had to pull it. Uh, By then, we should have more... Uh, Hops growing on the hop vine out there. Oh, we'll need some. We cleaned them out pretty good. Pretty uh, good the other night. We had uh, this recipe calls for. And you out. put that in the Hulk smash, right? All those hops you got off the vine there. Yes, night. I just ch- checked it today, and I just kind of give it a little turn because they're still kind of floating on top. So I just kind of gave it you know, a turn because the yeah. yeah to get the other side of to it. get the other side of it. You it's, put it in the hop sock, right? Yeah, yeah. It's right at uh, four ounces of fresh hops. There's a. Um, I found a calculator, and uh, the total batch is going to be, we're going to get a, we're supposed to get like, I think the original gravity on the, on the on our beer that we're making, it's supposed to be like 1.074, and it this recipe actually has the original gravity pre boil what it is, and with doing that, I can insert it in this little calculator here, and our second runnings on that will be about a 3.7. And I have a a three seven would only give us about a three point eight percent beer. So, but I got some uh, 
some malt extract that can add to that and bump it up. I think we should because almost every time we wind up a little shy of what we predicted on the alcohol. But this recipe. And I don't want to make a non-alcoholic yeah, beer. This recipe <laughs> is efficiency is lower than what we've gotten on our lowest. But uh, I can base, once we make the beer, I can check the gravity. And if it's hot, and I, since they have a pre-boil gravity, I can check that. Yeah. As soon as I, before we start, you know, when we're heating up, I can check and see how close it is. If it's way over, we'll be good on the second running. And if it's not, we, we can, can I got some, uh, some DME that we can bump up to gravity points to get where we're at. And, uh, and now, is this the one you're using the washed yeast on too, right? I, on the second runnings, I'm going to use a curl yeast that I... And the first runnings, what kind of yeast are you using? I've got a British ale yeast that, that i got to make a starter for. Sounds classic. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll tell you what I got in the mill today. You're going to laugh at me. But uh, I bought this. It's mushroom coffee. Yeah. It's They say it tastes like coffee and not mushrooms, and there's a lot of health benefits to it. But you're basically making a tea. It's like a little bags, little tea bags, <laughs> tea bag okay. in it. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I had to order some shit from Amazon anyway because I was out of protein powder, and I needed some more supplements and stuff. And I've been here like the Joe Rogan podcast has been sponsored by it a few times. So I'll let I'll let you know how that turns out. Awesome. <laughs> I've heard him talk about those mushrooms too. Yeah, mushroom coffee. I, the curiosity factor alone's got me. I'm like, really? Mushrooms really? coffee? So, all right, I guess we've talked about enough bullshit here. 30 minutes. Yeah, well, by the time I edit down, it'll be about 25. Is this the outro or yeah, intro? Yeah, this outro. You're supposed to do that little... I'm going to do, do an intro by myself. It's just going to be like a quick little making announcements because we added some shows and stuff. Big shout out to Chad Houston for coming in and hanging out with us. We had a really good time. Can't wait to do it again. I'm looking forward to cruising Amory this year. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's my first time. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out. Well, I know how I'll do it. Like, we'll, I'll go ahead and like get the band stuff out of the way, but I still want to like participate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I want to. I want to cruise the loop a couple times. You know, blast my '80s playlist. Man, yeah. That's a good playlist. ADs. Yeah. Ain't that it? ADs. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, there's people following my playlist. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty good playlist. Oh, yeah, it's it is a good solid. playlist. All right, well, thanks for listening to... This is 121, I think. Uh, I believe so. Let me see. The last two episodes have been killing it. Good. Yeah, everybody's listening to them. Which is good. This would be kind of pointless if they didn't. Yep, this is... <laughs> one Thanks for listening to the Real Pop Culture episode 121. We've been broadcast. Why am I slurring? I've only had like two beers. I don't know. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture episode 121. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. See you. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization. A level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. 
Shadowstalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you.